a surf hacks and tonight is all about your average surfer absolutely Ed. average joe uh, average 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 josephine has uh, got a facebook notification telling me that i've just gone live fantastic so yeah we're um uh, we've got a few people a few people coming in but so why have we decided upon this we had a we had a whole bunch of different titles for this didn't we and we ended up deciding yeah, we, upon we were thinking of like opening pandora's box yep opening pandora's box surfing in color versus black and white uh we kind of realized that they were probably both quite cryptic so we just went for the average joe in the end didn't we yeah and i think we have been surf starred for the last week because um we went too many waves around yeah so we ended up going down to d-bar and having a session we did and when we're in the moment we weren't actually aware of what was happening around us no we kind of in, in your own head and your own thoughts but went back and then reviewed reviewed some of the footage yeah and i was just like oh my gosh if i had known that i probably would have had a different session in the water yeah 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 oh look at that the the, the, the people are flying up just give us a if you, if you are tuning in give us a little hello in the comments just let us know that you are on let us know that you can hear us because otherwise we're just rambling just rambling on chatting to each other which we do most of the time anyway yeah. but we actually want you to be able to listen to it mike could be on mute so let us know so yeah let us uh let us know that you can hear us. So yeah, so we went to Debo now, but this whole idea of, hello, great job, fantastic. Thanks, Dave. Uh, this whole, let me get rid of our names. People know who we are now. This whole idea of talking about Pandora's box, talking about color versus black and white is from a lot of moments that I've sort of been coming out of the water saying, oh, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. And, and you're sort of like smiling at me going, yeah, that's because you're starting to surf in, in color. And, I've, and it's- well, Okay, so this is what freaks me out. Some people will surf flat for their whole life. Yeah. And they're like, I'm in love with surfing. And I'm like, but you haven't even seen it in color yet. You haven't gone to the full spectrum yeah. and you've spent thousands of dollars, whatever it may be, and you love it so much, but you're only scripting it scraping the tip of the iceberg yeah so i suppose i'm enjoying seeing you go through all the motions mm. and i think that you're act like when you did the turn in the water the other day where you tilted your wrist you couldn't stop smiling yeah when you surfed to 20 you couldn't stop smiling yeah your first surf on the mid length you're, you're like beaming you couldn't stop smiling um the day got barreled the other day like you're just smiling let's, let's just clear something up here I didn't get barreled and come out it's like pulled into a close-up barrel <laughs> so yeah I, I think me sort of tutoring you and and pushing the limits almost every single session yep um uh, yes yeah, a bit frustrating when i nag you but the the, the wins and the takeaways and the, those new levels that you're reaching they're, they're quite nice so i thought we should try just jump on and share that yeah yeah trying to share with you Part of what I've been experiencing, because I lo I've, I've loved surfing for years. I kind of fell out of it for a little while um, just because of work and I got busy and then come back into it again. So I'd say that I've only really been surfing properly again the last four years, only the last sort of 18 months, two years with, with Clayton. And I loved, absolutely loved surfing that entire journey up until this point. And now I'm loving it even more because of these just little things just keep on happening. And somehow we've got to try and share that with you so that so that you can benefit from what i'm learning and benefit from hopefully from my excitement and my enthusiasm for it to inspire you to just try different things and and push the boundaries a little bit so how 
how are we going to get into this conversation? I'm going to have a quick look through the comments while you... Okay, so... Um, okay, I'm going to post up some we, We've got some footage from D-Bar that I think we need to share with the crew. But before that happens, um, what was it like out there in the water? How was the atmosphere? Because oh. we were basically surf-starved on the Gold Coast, and there, were, there was a bit of swell hitting the most south-facing beach, which is D-Bar. Yep. And there were like 500 people just came down to the beach and everyone tried to get their share of the waves. It was chaos. So we, <laughs> we were trying to find a way to compare this. And we came up with the conclusion that it was, well, we had, we had two. One of them was like the Black Friday sales. The, the footage where you've seen of those where people go crazy and they're leaping over each other and trying to grab the TVs. Either that or it was a toilet paper. Yeah, we're basically it's COVID and everyone thinks they can run out of toilet paper. So they're all like panic buying and fighting over toilet rolls. And that toilet roll is symbolic of a wave where you've got people just surf stuff. They haven't surfed in a week, whatever it may be. And a wave comes through and like 10 people try to fight over the wave. Yeah. And all it does is just creates tension. And there's a mob mentality and a really bad vibe in the water when that stuff happens. Yeah, a real, yeah. The energy in the water was was just crazy. I'm pretty good at making my own little bubble around me. I mean, you've seen me. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I probably look like a bit of a weirdo out in the water, but I do like to just be out there smiling and just whistle and hum and just just generally have a, have a good time. But yeah, when we were out there, it was... You could, I could feel people trying to infiltrate my my little bubble that I try and create around me, and it was just it just felt aggressive. Everyone was it was just that's, yeah. that's probably the only way I can just sort of describe it. So, do we bring up a few of those yeah, waves? Yeah, bring up some of the some, some of the footage here. But so, and then we can talk about a couple of them. I, I think what it what it is. I mean, it's, uh, going to advance. Uh, yeah. Okay. Intermediate seems to be a catch all category. Yeah, I think a lot of us. Okay, so tell you what, let's think about when you're learning. Um, right, as a kid learns to, as a baby learns how to walk, the first thing it learns is balance. So it might be sitting up, it gets core stability, but it learns how to sit. Then it falls forward, puts its hands out, learns how to crawl. Then it starts to stand, the legs get a bit more stronger, mm. and then starts to fall forward and steps forward and learns how to walk. Mm. So there's, before the movement stage, there's a balance stage, okay? So likewise in surfing, the number one stage is you're trying to stand on a surfboard while the wave gets pushes you forward and you're just trying to balance. Yeah. Okay, but then once that kid can walk, it's a bit clunky, but it can start, it's mobile, it can go places. But only when it starts, sort of goes through puberty and it goes through the growth spurt, you actually can start to run, jump, do backflips, and start to get some really good coordination. So that that stage of that, that growth spurt is almost your intermediate stage. Mm. So in surfing, the very first thing we do as beginners, we learn how to balance. Then we've got this this awkward intermediate teenage puberty stage where we're intermediate. That's a very long time in surfing. Well, some people just never grow up. Okay, some people learn really quick and they coordinate well. They're yep. just like naturally gifted, like who, whatever you call that. But some people just get stuck in that um, 
clunky, not learning how to do stuff stage. Mm. And then you get your advanced people who it looks effortless. The people who can run effortlessly, dance, whatever it is. Yeah. So, so very quick, very quickly, jumping in here. If so, you sort of related that then to to a baby, then through into a kid, into into a teenager, then into an adult. With surfing, if somebody decided to get into surfing as a child, do you think that that makes it a lot faster for them to learn versus somebody who is, say, somebody who got into their surfing in their thirties? Do you think it's harder for them to pick it up? And yes, because as a kid. You're not worried about business, school. Like if, if I fall off riding a skateboard and I land on my hands, I can't shape a surfboard. So that means I'm, I'm protecting my hands and I'm holding myself back. Hmm. There's none of that. Kids just want to play. And when you play, you learn faster. How was, um, I think a really good example here is Zane today on the ramp. Wow. Okay. So Zane, I don't know if you're watching today, but you were amazing this afternoon on the skate ramp. So we put up on on on, on Hopefully, uh, if, if you're watching, you would have seen the, this huge mega bowl. Which, if you decided to put a name for it, I still think Angry Chihuahua should. Be we still find a name, it, but okay. yeah, the Angry Chihuahua. So this this big behemoth of a, of a ramp, and it's it's pretty intimidating. It's big. It's there in front of you, and there's a there's a line on it which I've been trying to go over, and I'm I can kind of get to it one way, but but not the other way. It's there's there's so much to learn on it and then zane came around today didn't he and you said oh just go around there and run so each one of the corners is numbered and he did something that nobody else has nobody has done it on the ramp before ever and he just went and did it yeah um he there was no expect from him he doesn't know what to expect mm. so you tell him to do something and he's like oh, okay so that's the norm that's what i have to do and he goes about doing it he it took about 10 goes to get it right but by the end of it it was just like he was doing it and there was like, what, I'm doing it? Okay, yeah, cool, whatever. And we were like, geez, that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, and he's a, he's a 10-year-old kid. So. But then there's no fear. And I, and I think that's, that's one of the, the, the big things that, that I battle with you about quite often when you're sort of saying, whether it's here in the surf acts, whether it's talking to me, is you say, oh, but it's fine. You just 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 go. It's it's easy. But I'm just like, it's easy for you because you've grown up surfing. You are a, a really accomplished surfer. You really know what you're doing. Like you make every single takeoff. No, and I don't. You nearly make every single takeoff. So, but you know what you're doing. Whereas, okay, I don't. I don't focus on the fear. That's the that's the difference. So think of you in public speaking. Yeah. You've been speaking publicly for ages. Yeah. You you like performing. Okay, whereas I think you went and witnessed um, a recent gig where some comedians were yeah open an open mic an night. open mic night, <clears throat> and you said you could physically see the fear and smell the fear on yeah them. yeah w w which is true and th and then the only way that we can become more more confident around uh, the only way that we, we can beat fear about anything fear is basically something that is unknown it's something that, that we don't know enough about yep and the only way that we can be, that we can overcome that fear and become more confident is to start to understand that fear and start to explore it okay which i feel needs to be done in sort of stages you can't just go from yep. here to here yeah which sometimes like you're just going no 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 you're you're, you're ready for it but sometimes i don't feel ready for it well, look at Zane, for example. Mm. He, he had no cap. There was no lid on what to expect. Yeah. 
So if you don't know what that is, you can, you'll do really well. Yeah. Um, okay. What I want to know from you, what were some of the telltale signs of those guys on the open mic that they were nervous? It was tension. Oh yeah, T- yeah, tension. Yeah, okay, it could tension. Be... And just a nervous. You can see a nervous energy in somebody. Okay, maybe like stiffness, um, bad breathing, tight lips, yep. sweating, pale, um, eyes all over the place, fainting, fainting, <laughs> not able to hold a clear thought because they get these so many thoughts. Yeah, and I pretty much see the same thing in surfing, and and this is kind of what I want to bring out about the average Joe is just look at the tension in their bodies. Look at how the yeah. bodies move. Because in surfing, we're master of our own bodies. And if we can get our bodies to move well in a certain way, you're going to be able to surf well, you're going to be able to feel well. Mm. And I, th- I think as a, as a surf technique coach, um, it's kind of led me to this point in my, um, my coaching where I'm just trying to dispel tension so that people can actually feel more. Yeah. And when you do that, I think this is the stage where you're at. You're now able to drop some of the tension and get control of your body. Mm. And as soon as that happens, it's a magic moment. It's yeah. like, wow, that felt amazing. Yeah. As opposed to previously where you're like stiff, trying too yeah. hard or just not quite knowing what's going on. Bit Tina Arena. I'm in chains. I'm in chains. <laughs> we were just listening to a song before. I've got this habit whenever I'm surfing, uh, I bring my hands together and it's... It's, so uh, I call it being handcuffed. We've got a bit of video footage which we're going to bring up in a moment. Uh, there is a clip of me there, and I bring my hands together. But um, what was I? What was I going to? Um, what was I going to say here? Uh, yeah, and I think I mentioned this. If I haven't mentioned this in the last live, I've mentioned it in a video that we've created sometime in the last couple of weeks. We've we've done so much content in the last couple of weeks; it's been crazy. But I, I, I was saying that if I could have a magic wand and change my surfing in one way, I could fix one thing with my surfing, it would be to release tension. Every single time that something happens, every, every single time I get held back in my surfing, it's because of a tension issue. It's because I, I, I tense that at some point in time, whether that's in a pop-up, in a turn, if I could just release that tension, everything would just flow. Cool, all right, so let's jump into some waves. I think Zane's on. Oh. Yeah, Eric Perez. Yeah. New ramp is so good and it has me so much. So that that is actually from Zane, who and Zane is the is the young kid that did this amazing turn earlier on. You didn't film it, did you? Uh no, I don't uh, know if his dad, Eric, may have. Let's have a, right, let's have a quick look here. We're going to some comments and then we're gonna get into the footage. Front foot surfing changed my surfing uh, big time. Thanks. Uh, what do you think about the JS Black Box 3? Look, JS is one of the best shapers on the planet. And he makes some amazing boards, um, without a doubt. Yeah. So, love it. Looking forward to hearing it. So Donovan. Donovan actually skated <laughs> the ramp yesterday for the first time. Sometimes we spend 10 years on that teenage stage. I'm still in the teenage stage. So Gabriel, I think, surfed for about 10 years and started getting coached by me. And then he had to go through that negative phase of being told, no, it's wrong, 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 until he started feeling it. Yeah. And now he probably surfs better than me, which is frustrating. David's such a flowy... Surfer, yeah, he is irritating. Though. Lovely guy, irritating. <laughs> so it's also hard if you don't know what to do next. Kids can learn, can learn through implicit learning. Um, Bowley McBowlface is a suggested title for the new ramp. <laughs> Pete's got a love face. Adults learning to surf don't have the time to figure it out. Ah, oh, we've already had that one there. Ah, oh, 
He, uh, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't 10, he was eight. He's an eight-year-old schooling us, yeah. Failure and disappointment assist fear. To put those aside helps progression heaps, yeah. Okay. As a, as a, body, as a barreling question, we won't answer that to right now. Uh, for New Zealand, right. Definitely don't, sir. Gabriel, definitely don't surf better than Clay. Okay, let's um, let's get into the let's get into the iPad. So what I what I, what I like about this is this is footage from D-Bar. Shut the so this is a wave in the world where they where they've held the 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 world competition. It's it's a well-known break all around the world, high performance wave. You, you and you're expecting to see. I can use the word radical. Radical <laughs> surfing. Apparently, using the word radical makes us really outdated. But anyway, but you're, you're, you're meant to see this amazing surfing at D-Bar. Rad. Some rad surfing at All the dudes are surfing radically. Uh, let's, let's, let's go to that bit there at the end, because that's not D-Bar that's surfing this morning, but that's something that which I wanted to cover later on. There we go. Nah. Oh, no, that's not, that's not D-Bar. got a couple of waves that we've... Just look for the bodies in the way. Here we go. Here we go. There's lots of people. Okay, so let me just... There were lots of people in the water and the sets were fairly infrequent. And if you happen to get one, you were really, really lucky. So this is me. I've been waiting for a wave and this guy just starts steamroll paddling right up to me. And this is what unfolded. Have a look. Oh! <laughs> The carnage. Okay, so I've clearly got the inside. You can tell it's Clay because he's he's not even paddling. Well, I can't paddle because he's cut me off. He's, he's paddled under me. This is your chance to say you're using the Oreo. So look, I, I just totally Oreo. I don't even paddle because I can't. And then this guy throws his board under Frisbee. me and goes over the falls. I, then, I still do not understand how you did not get injured. I think I landed on his board. No, that was my board going that way. But anyway, this was like some of the carnage going on. Another wave comes through. Look at all the guys vying for it. It's, it was chaos. Oh, this was my favorite Look at one. this, look. We, we'll slow mode and play it again, but watch, watch. this. Boy! Oh, hello. And then Anthony's Meanwhile, own little and, bubble. And went right rather than left. Yeah, let's do that again. That was a crazy moment. No, you, you've oh. gone to, you go back the other way. All right, all right, all right. Sorry. Still new at this surf coaching thing. All right, so check out this guy over here. All right, that, that's just, watch this. So he's seeing, I think that's Ant having a look going, hey, what, what carnage is going on over here? This guy over here is so far in front of the wave that he can't even catch it. He's never gonna catch it. And he's looking left, right, sprint paddling, sprint paddling, he misses the wave. This guy over here has to go around someone who's like, oh, damn. Some guy pushed the section down. Take a look at his body language. He's got one arm tied behind his back. Okay. He's, it looks like he's sitting on an office chair. He can't see where he's going. And he's struggling to get down the line. This guy's trying to drop him, but he can't. This guy just a wheelie. Lands on his head and squashes him. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Now this guy suddenly goes, oh, hang on, these two guys in front of me. These two guys are going, get us out of here, help. And he almost kills those two guys. 
These two guys are going, yeah, this looks fun. We're out there for the next one. And then Ant, being the magician that he is, Abra, 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 wave Abra. He managed to get a little bit of a shoulder to himself and wrap a nice full turn, showing some nice coordination. So with the average Joes, there's a lot of people that don't know quite what's going on. And it can cause a lot of like carnage in the water. <sighs> but the thing is, the th and, and we've got some more waves. Yeah, we've got more coming up. Yeah, so we, we've got some more coming up. But I can almost guarantee you that a lot of what we're seeing, these people are thinking that they are out there killing it. Yeah, because they're trying really hard, they're pushing really hard. Yeah. Just the average person in the water doesn't know what I'd say the guys in surf hacks and what the army guys know. Mm. So just I, I, I think that as a... There's, there's this point where you learn to surf and you reach this certain level and then it's it's like you hit this plateau or this flat spell, however you want to, to call it, where you just do the same thing over and over and over again. You never really progress because you don't, you don't really understand what you're doing. We're going to make a little compilation of, of all my little uh, end of wave things. I was shooting the, shooting the so water earlier on. One of the tips I told Ant, Ant, when you turn, turn all the way around, look at the foam and shoot it, bang, bang. Yep. Like just hand-eye coordination point. So he comes to the end of the foam, I mean, end of the wave, and he goes... He does a... <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> and he's like... Oh, this is the world that How I hard is that? How, look, I'm even looking. And then he does a blue steel fade out. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's go on to the next wave anyway. <laughs> so... Well, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so there's this there's this time when when it gets to a point where where the average Joe plateaus and they they stay the average Joe and I believe that they stay the average no, Joe. No, they actually get worse. Oh, they get worse. Yes. Do you know why? They take the average poor technique and they just start amplifying and pushing harder. Mm. And instead of flowing and working with the wave, they start to just work against it. And then they're going, okay, well, this isn't working. It must be my equipment. And they go out, and the first thing they do is they get more volume. And then they're going to push really hard. And that doesn't work. So they're like, okay, if I get bigger fins, I will be able to push harder and throw more spray. Mm. So they get bigger fins and make a stiffer surfboard. So the first thing is the body's not moving well. They blame the equipment, and they start changing equipment, which aggravates the situation. And then they get frustrated. And then the tempers start flaring in the water. And then because they're frustrated, they can't feel. Didn't, didn't you see a fight down there as well? Yeah, there's a fight in the water as well. Guy, one guy drops in the other guy and uh, oh, they just had words. But anyway, it sucked. It, I hated being out there. Yeah, so, it, was, it was... So the, the, the following day, we, we looked at the camera again and there wasn't any surf or any, any of the beaches. And we looked at the camera and we saw how many people were down at D-Bar. And we actually both decided we'd probably feel more stressed out going and surfing it than we would do by not surfing. So we decided to just go. Well, I need, for me to go out and to catch waves, I'd have to be an a-hole in the water. I'd have to burn people. All of these idiots like dropping in and stuff. I would straight away be on an aggressive surfer. Mm. They would hate me, but I would get a lot of waves and have a good time. I'd leave the water feeling like, okay, I got my waves, but what was the result of that? I'd probably piss off who knows how many people in the water. Mm. And I, I'm just 
yeah, not prepared to do that. So, so with the with the the average Joe making it worse for themselves by then starting to play around with with new equipment and that kind of thing and getting more volume, which I think is that's that's the classic one. And I mean, if you look at a lot of the comments within the within within the Surfax community. A lot of the time, a lot of the advice is, oh, you need more volume, you, you need more volume, you need more volume. And okay, so some of the, those Pandora box moments, that opening up the lid and going, oh, wow, look at this, for me has happened by getting on your 26 litre twinny. Because yeah. all of a sudden I've gone, whoa, what am I feeling here? Like, but, this is but crazy. Also, when you're on a very low volume board, you couldn't sit on the shoulder. You're doomed. You had to go and back yourself on mm. a very low volume board and sit on the peak. And when you did that, you're like, oh, catching waves is easy. It's not a problem. Mm. It's positioning, regardless of how much volume and what board I ride. Yeah. Now, if you did see the, uh, the little excitement video that I put out about me riding the 20, I've rode it a few times again since. I rode it again today and still absolutely loving it. Wouldn't want to try and... It, it is harder on the arms because I haven't got so much buoyancy. Um, wouldn't want to ride it if it was a really sweepy conditions, but I'm still just, uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. You're not getting it back. <laughs> I'll make you a new one. All right, so let's cue the, the coach's eye. Quick at the iPad. All right, so this, so this one's, what I'll, okay. This is weird, isn't it? Just what happens in this video is just, I, I can't understand, understand it. it. I totally understand. You do, it. I don't understand it. I don't get what's going on. Okay, so imagine if you were on a bus or a train and it's stationary, it's like picking people up and then unexpectedly it pulls off and it lurches forward and you're like, whoa, and you get like almost left behind. Mm. Okay, that's what's happening here. Okay. Okay, so let's play it. Let's play normal speed. I'll play it slow-mo. Okay, here's the slow-mo version of it. Like what? is going on with the arms. So he's paddling into a bomb of a wave. Great Oreo biscuit technique. So the kid knows how to catch waves. But let's look at the body language. It's a slow-mo version. Goes to the bottom. Just something's not right. Do you agree? There's no coffee cup. Okay, so let's take this back. So he takes off, he goes down the wave. He's done everything right, but where, where are his knees pointing? He's basically knock need. So the one, let's get some color palette. The one knee's pointing in that direction. The other knee's pointing in that direction. Uh, let's clean that up, zoom in. So one knee's going, ah. One knee is going in that direction. One knee's in that direction. Both hands are there. His bum is going in that direction, but yet his board's going forwards. So there's utter chaos from the one thing that he can control, which is his body. So the simple fix for him, look where you want to go and just point your coffee cup and your knees, almost like if you were to run in a direction, mm. you would coordinate your body in that direction. So there's no coordination from his body. And if we watch coming out of the turn, his hands are still behind him. So he's, you know how budgies can like swing the necks around? He's almost trying to be a budgie and snap his neck looking at the lip when he could turn his knees, turn the waist. Yeah. The things that do rotate you could turn, he doesn't because he's got his hands behind him. Mm. And he's also got a really awkward stance. Yeah. It looks like he's sitting in a chair but he's got a dress on and he's got to close his legs. <laughs> so like, there's no power in that stance. It just looks knock-kneed and like, yeah. awkward. 
Like, you know, when a, a foal is born and yes. it's learning how to walk? So his body's not moving really well. Um, coming out of the turn, hands are really low. So notice how he never gets to go up that wave. So on a trampoline, if you want to go up, you compress and you lift and you make space. Yeah. He never makes space. And he's got his hands behind him when they should be going up. Yeah. Then when he does the turn itself, it's like, uh, and there's no flow, hands are behind him again. So almost the entire ride, his body is working against him. Mm. Even though he knows how to catch a wave, he knows how to Oreo biscuit, and he can surf top to bottom, the guy's got no control over his body. So imagine if this guy surfs like that for the next five years and then starts trying really hard and starts to push harder, he's just going to aggravate all those problems. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, so cue the ladies. Ooh, okay, let's play in normal speed first. Look at the hand coordination. Oh my gosh. So let's do that in slow motion. I do hear a lot of coaches when they coach, they just say, okay, take off on your wave and just stay busy. Just keep busy. Keep busy on the wave. And this girl, she's just, the arms are swinging left, right, left, right, pat the cat, hands going behind, hands doing a little bit of street skating over there, backs bent, and there's no control with the body at all. There's no hand-eye coordination. And so a little thing here as well is, and I know that we talk about the board so often, like she's, when she comes off, you can see that she's running a DHD. So she's riding a, she's riding a, a high quality board as well. So, so it's, so there's yep. always this, this thing of, oh, I, I just need a different board to, to be okay. able to surf so better. Basically, she got a fairly decent wave on a crowded beach. Mm -hmm. And she's riding DHD, which is one of the top, top 10 brands in the world. Yeah. No excuses. And then the one thing that she can control, she's got a nice wetsuit. She's not underprivileged. Like, she's got everything going for her except the one thing that she can control, which is her own body. She's got absolutely no control over. So if she moved less and started to coordinate and then stayed in the pocket and tried to move up and down the wave and started to flow mm. with water, she would be able to feel more and then she'd take her surfing what we call black and white and start going into all the different colors where she starts to um, experience and feel better surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go on. We've got a couple examples here. All right, there's me again. It's like, yo, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, if you look at my posture, I'm standing up nice and straight. I've got my coffee cup in my hands. I've got my knees pointing forward. Uh, this guy, he's got his back to the wave. He's, doing a, he's looking fully this way. But he's sitting on his chair. So if you look at that, it's like he's basically sitting. Mm. So I look like I'm standing. This guy is just like, oh, well, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. I've just burned someone, but someone burnt me, so it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's almost like each of us have got someone to ride over, which is a real nice thing to have in front of you out at 
D-bar. Mm. So you, you sometimes can't even actually surf the wave. You've got to dodge a person. So the, the amount of frustration that was out there in the water was, was pretty high. Clear that. Cat. And oh, this, this one's gold. Okay. This is complete mistiming of everything that's going on. So, so just, just, just before you play it, let's have a little bit of a, 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 um, a check in here. So obviously what we're doing here is we're looking at the average Joe tonight, that average surfer. And I think that this is a pretty good representation of the, the vast amount of surfers are probably surfing a lot like this. They're surfing, I would say, unconsciously. They don't, they don't know that they're doing their technique wrong. But they think that they're ripping when they when they do it. What's the answer? The answer's on me. So okay. But so initially, I mean, the fact that, that you're watching this video means that you are part of the community, which means that you already start to understand these these different things. But what can we start to do that's going to take us from that realm of okay, I. Draw a line in the sand. I'm an average. I'm an average Joe. I'm an average surfer. What's the process that we can use to start to take our learning to go back up again? So I think that I'll let our ability so back from, up again. From these average surfers that we filmed out at Debo, how many of them are moving their bodies well? None of them. Okay, I bet you if you got them on the beach and said run, they'd all run. If you got them on a trampoline and said bounce, they'd all bounce. Yeah. So it's not like they, they have a disability that they can't move, okay? It's just that when you surf, there's a certain way which you move well and a certain way where you almost fight and your body gets its, gets in its own way. Yeah. So you need to be able to learn how to flow. So if you want to flow, there can't be any tension. So, um, I mean, water flows down a mountain in, inside of a river, okay? It, it meanders and... If you freeze water, it gets stiff and then it stops moving. A lot of these people are carrying so much tension that their, their, their flow stops and yeah. then they don't know how to move afterwards. Okay, so let, let's cue this guy. Back up again. So he's move. just taken off. And the very, very first thing I see, it looks like his legs are locked and the arms are locked. Yep. Okay, so that's point one. Now, if you had to jump off a table, you would soften your knees. So yeah. he's gone down to the bottom of the wave and he's straightened his legs. Okay, so that immediately puts tension on the board and um, he's got no sort of... If you want to jump back up, you'd have to compress your knees and extend to go back up that wave again. Yep. Okay, so there's some tension here. As we go on... <laughs> okay, so when we surf, we want to surf the wave. Yeah. This guy has gone to the flat part. In other words, he's not on the wave anymore. He's surfing the flats. It's like, he, okay, imagine this. He has a skateboard ramp. This guy has gone off the ramp and he's now on the street. But he's trying to do ramp skating on the street. And if you watch, he proceeds to try compress and extend on the flat. And he's on the flat of the wave and he's just trying to compress and extend and nothing's working. Compress and extend, and nothing's working. And then just, do you see what I mean by tension? Look, that's just tension. So, now to all of the surf skate riders who only skate on the street, 
this is kind of what you're learning because you're not used to surfing let's go back this part of the wave here okay where the energy is where water's drawing up and throwing down they're only used to kind of surfing in the flats and when they do venture into this part of the wave they get scared they get tense and nervous mm. and they can't relax it's a talking head song tense and nervous can't relax <laughs> anyhow you need to get used to surfing an actual hollow part of the wave and the closer you can surf to this pocket over here the easier surfing gets mm. because this guy was in the flats he, he had to over move to try to get speed but if you use the wave and your technique was right you would need the barest minimum to get the work done to get the speed that you need mm. and that's why the best surfers look like they aren't trying and it looks effortless so very quickly there because you're saying about staying back here in this wrist round circle in this in this power source section of the wave but then in the in the past and in other in other in other lives that we've done and on other videos that we've done we talk about the people buying these boards that are, that are short and fat boards that, are, that fire them out onto the shoulder as fast as possible yeah so and this is one of the things that that we found let me, let me bring this up on screen a second this is one of the things that that, that that we found with me and my surfing is I'm now I'm at this really weird point where I'm starting to really notice the boards yes okay so because my board you can only catch the wave in the pocket you can't catch in the shoulder no you're now surfing the pocket and because there's a lot less volume and you can turn tight in the pocket you your sense of feeling and surfing has been heightened yeah and you're going this is my favorite board because it, I feel so much mm. on it and I've actually said to you that a couple of the boards that I was riding a year ago, I've said to you, I might actually have to put it in the rack and not ride it anymore because it's, I can now feel whereabouts it was holding me back. But at the, but at the time, it was the right board for me. Correct. So that's, that's been um, a really interesting transition. And uh, okay, I've got the luxury of, I mean, Clayton's got a whole bunch of boards over there. Okay, they're, they're Clayton's boards. They're, they're, I am slightly undervolumed on them. But it does give me an opportunity to just try out these different boards. But I mean, if you've got a mate or something that, that is riding a lower volume board than you, then ask if you can borrow it just for a couple of waves and just because it, it is. It's just like, it's like all of a sudden your brain just goes, oh, my God, what just happened? It's like these neural pathways suddenly go, blah, 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 blah. I messed my hair up. But uh, it's um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting ex 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 experience. Um, just trying out these these different things. Let's bring up the iPad again. Why do you do that? I'm gonna look. Oh, oh, this is this one. This, this one. Sorry. What was? What happened there? Okay. So, a lot of people will disagree with me, and they go to do a turn. You just got to stomp the back foot. Okay. Now, interestingly, that you say that, let me just bring up this comment here. Uh, there's, right, there's two parts to this. I'll bring up the two parts. I'm starting to work on my carving, but I feel that I often stall the board when trying to come back up the face and end up hung up. Is there a way to build a foundation or mental cues? And then the following yeah, so, on, so, I believe I'm I'm struggling with timing or when to execute and being too heavy on my back foot. That's the reason why I brought it up now. Okay, great. Thanks, Ty. So, Ty, I want you to change the way that you think of a bottom turn. Take bottom and turn out of the way because you, you, you immediately think of heavy. I know what you're going to say. Okay. So when you get to the bottom of the wave,
Think about how am I going to lift myself up to the top? Almost like a trampoline. You don't jump on a trampoline and say, okay, everybody, bottom turn. You go bounce to try to lift yourself up. Mm. And the best way to do it is to, by straightening your back, raising your arms, so that you make space to go up. Mm. But someone who goes down to the bottom, they almost go, and they, they almost make themselves heavier. They try to push their board into the bottom of the ocean, into the floor bed, okay, in order to go up. That doesn't make sense. You might get a direction change, but that doesn't actually give the speed to go up, mm. okay? So if you coordinated a lift, think of jumping up onto a coffee table. You, you don't twist and push really hard on the lift. You work on lightness. So you need to use your hands, create space, become lighter. If I can offer any, any, so you, you asked about is there like a trigger or some sort of mental cue that you can use for, so one of the things for me was I kept on dropping my hands and I wanted to condition myself so that having my hands up became automatic. So uh, really I'm, I surf natural footage to having my, having my right arm up. As soon as I take off, bringing that sort of right arm up sort of shoulder high and lifting the hands up when I come up the wave. And so I started going out surfing with the, it was a really old song from, I think it was back in the eighties or the nineties or something, but it was hands up, baby, hands up. So I used to just have that playing in my head when I went out surfing, it was a really annoying song, but it did condition me over a period of time to, to bring my hands up. So sorry if I've now put that song inside your heads. Uh, maybe it should be in, the, okay. uh, in, in a playlist, surfing playlist. So let's zoom into this guy and so did you see any lift from there? So look, the legs are stuck. There's no real compression. And... If anything, it was like, it was almost like a shoulders raise, which, yeah. is, which is something which I used to do a lot and I still do it. Okay, so, so he starts the bottom turn from here. Oops, let's go there. And he goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And he's pretty much still at the bottom of the wave, but he's traveled. Hang on. And he's still traveling. And he only got halfway up that wave because there was no lift. Mm. So look at that distance where this distance here, it's half the distance to go up. Yep. But if he went up, he'd get twice as much speed than traveling. And keep on traveling down the line to where he is over there. So my point being, if you work on lift, you'll go up. You won't get speed at the top, but when you turn and ride down, you're going to get a shitload of speed. Okay. Mm. So he hasn't primed himself for a turn. Now watch. Guys, the magic back foot. Put all your pressure on your back foot and push your board away from yourself. <laughs> nice. Good turn, mate. Okay. Had he have twisted, looked back there, and just passed the coffee cup over there and waited for three seconds, he would have done a turn. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I get really annoyed with people just saying, just push, stomp the back foot, move your foot further back onto the tail pad and push. It's not the solution. You actually have to look, you've got to coordinate and you've got to get your timing right on those turns. I'm just going through some of the comments here. Alan Thompson, absolutely hate surfing in those crowded conditions. We'd, we'd turn away in disgust. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we had a bit of a talk about this afterwards, didn't we? And we would rather surf 
we'd rather surf with lesser quality waves that are quiet than and walk out the water feeling good about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Than than go to somewhere like Dubai, which is which is notoriously crowded, and like it'd be an amazing wave if you could get one to yourself. Uh, what else have we got here? <laughs> I've been stuck uh, just below intermediate for 25 years. Have stopped surfing for a few years, three times over that period due to frustration. Definitely understand. Okay, so um, guys, let's have a watch on this because there's another one that I want to show you guys, which is pretty cool. So here we've got someone taking off. Good compression. Not fairly okay bottom turn. And whoa! I was actually going to... Uh, but, but, Look at that back arm. Dun, dun, some windows. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, it's just strumming. Zam. And guys, look at the back foot push. Watch the nose stall. Good stall. That was really, really nice. So when you do a top turn, push on the back foot and just strum. Okay, or you could look where you're going and pass the coffee cup. Okay, so sorry if we're being a bit like sort of over the top with this. It's just we got so pissy with these guys in the water. Well, you did. I, I did, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right about the same standard, so okay. I couldn't get too busy. It wasn't until afterwards that we were looking so, at all the footage. This guy has an amazing wall, and he's even got a tour guide. So this guy over here, he's a tour guide, and he shows guys around D-Bar the where to go, how to take, and how to surf the wave. Anyhow, the tour guide pulls back. Now, this guy's job here is to go up and to go down and create speed. Go up go down and create speed, go up, go down and create speed. The more times he does that, his surfing goes from black and white into color and you have more fun, mm -hmm. okay? But what he does, left, right, pat the cat, pat the cat, kick my, oh, nice. Just push on the back foot and extend tensions straight to flags. You're definitely going to land that one. Uh, uh, and another high-performance board. It looks like a JS. It's a, it's a JS, yeah. Probably like an epoxy. So when you do kick it out, it's really light and it'll, it'll crap, cover more distance on the kick. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the reason I keep on highlighting the boards because we get so many people asking about the board and it never is really about the board. No, it's about your technique. Oh, oh, I was meant to find it for tonight. It, in, in saying that, um, Ricky Bassinet, have you seen his his most recent? In, yes. In, he's surfing he a plank of wood. Yes, right. I did. That was it. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find it in a minute. Uh, I need okay. to, uh, it, I'm not being rude. Just, uh, it, I'm actually going to step out of frame for a second while Clayton talks about this because I don't want to be staring down at my phone. I'm going to try and find it. All right, so. Whew, okay, my rant's over. Um, I'm going to start just transitioning into another part. Often, intermediate surfers injure themselves and hurt themselves a fair bit. And one of the reasons why is that if you surf flat on your surfboard, whenever you encounter the foam, the foam will wash over the board and often it tips the board and you end up landing on the fins. So what I mean by that, if you watch the, this longboarder doing a turn, he's got the board on rail, he's not quite looking where he's going, but the board goes flat, he's dropped his arms, now, when the foam hits it, it lifts the board over. He falls over backwards and he nearly gets a fin up the butt. See that sharp fin over there? He nearly gets basically impaled 
by his own fin. Vlad the Impaler nearly got impaled by the fin. Okay, so when kids are learning how to walk, they, they learn and they figure out balance. When you're surfing your surfboard, you don't want to be standing on the board balancing. Ultimately, you want to be going down the wave, leaning, and you transition, and then you twist, and you transition, and you lean, and you transition. And the amount of standing time that you're actually on your board is reduced to a minimum. And then if you are to encounter foam, you almost want to give the foam the underside of your board. So you're leaning over, the foam hits the bottom of your board, and that way your board will never flip on you. Um, I feel that people that do surf flat on their boards are the people that are getting injured more and more often. Those are the guys who get fins in the shins, they get hit by the fins, and they get hurt the whole time. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm wheeling myself back in again. So, I'm just gonna see if I can, I, I found it, but I've got, to, I've got to try and download it now. You're up. Can I play your wave? Oh uh, yeah, so right, so so this is this is this isn't D-bar, as you can see. It's very quiet. In actual fact. This is two days later, us surfing and I'm oh, how good was it? We surfed today for so it was, it, it was cross shore. And initially there was three of us out, and then it was ended up just being the two of us. D-bar would have been double the size in offshore. We yep. went to half the size in cross shore and they had twice as much fun. Oh I've got so many waves, so much fun. Yeah. Alright, so here's a wave event, just normal speed. I uh, surfing my little 27 liter twin fin and showing some really nice flow. Okay, so I had a moan at Ant about something and um, it, it took a while to kind of get the point across until he actually saw it. Okay, see if they can, see if, if we can get anyone else to see it because I didn't, I had no idea about this. Okay. Absolutely no idea. So when Ant encounters this section over here, I'll do it in slow motion over here. He goes up. Something happens over there, and then he lands over here. Okay, so my issue was what he did at the top and how he landed on the bottom. So let's do that again. See if you guys can pick up anything over here. Right, I'm gonna go into the I'm gonna go into the comments. Cool, we got a lot of comments. We got so it? here's the contact. There's a weightlessness, and here something happens there. Okay, any comments on, on what you guys can pick up on that section? Okay, there's, there's probably about a 10, 10 second delay, I think, between what we say and, and you actually typing in. Um, so we'll give it a few seconds. But yeah, I had no idea. I wanted to bring this out because this is a real, I had no idea, a real safety thing. I've given a bit of a clue away there. But uh, yeah, there was something that, that Clayton picked up on. I was just like, what? Like, ex uh, explain more. Fiona, definitely not. This is more down south towards Cabarita. Towards Sydney. Sydney, yeah, we're way down yeah. south. Yeah, over the border. Lands heavy on back foot. Uh, back foot. I'm gonna go no and no, Mark and Chris. Was I? No, because look, no. the, the front foot's front down foot. first. So definitely not handy, yeah. heavy on the back foot. Oh, Dylan. Dylan's getting close to the money, or probably Facebook is 100%, I'm sure close he's asking. Close his eyes, closed. I've always got my eyes closed when I do <laughs> when, I, when I think I'm doing something amazing, I always close my eyes. Hit the wave bounce. Yes, Alan's on the money. Hit the wave bounce, wait on the back foot, back arm. 
Hands flat. Gabriel on the money. Must be the hair. Few strands mysteriously. <laughs> and Luke, you must have a magnifying glass, but definitely on the money. He had some strands out of place there. In, in, in actual fact, if you, if you keep watching, you'll see that I do actually wipe those couple of strands out of the way. Ready? There we go. Got to fix that hair. So Luke, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't for long. Okay, so I want to bring your attention to something. <clears throat> okay, so when Ant goes up. Eyes down, arm behind. Front hand twisted away, not leading. Didn't look where he was going. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say that his hands are fairly flat. Okay, and he's, he's leaning. He's kind of bending, so the chest is coming closer to the knees, which means he's, he's almost getting more onto his toe edge than he is his heel edge. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I needed him to do is to turn his hands sideways so that I can see see his fingernails and his palms should be facing the wave because ultimately you want the wave to hit the back of your board and you want it to push yourself clear of the foam so that you land in clean water okay so if you have a look when he goes up over there it's his chest is almost touching his knees and it's going to make him get stuck but now if you watch and if, if I roll these hands back can you see how his body straightens so he's got more room plus he's falling over backwards every, about every other live you decide to put me into an arm lock okay keep going okay yeah so by raising that his back arm up his body language would make him want to fall to the safety of the flats out here okay so that's step one secondly that lip will push him clear so the lip's going to give him clearance of what's called the gutter. So in case you guys don't know what the gutter is, I'll play it for you now. So check us out. So look at when he lands. Okay, over there, the nose is down. Now this gutter is the part of the wave that bounces back up. So it kind of makes a gutter over here. And you gotta watch out for that gutter because that gutter breaks, also breaks ankles, it tears ligaments, and it can really injure a person. And that's your board. Yeah, and you're on my board. So, see when the nose lands, watch how violently the board comes up. See that? So, so Nico, who was filming, was saying that he, he reckoned that if this wave had just been like one or two foot bigger, I would have snapped that board. Yeah, there's a very good chance that water's doing this and you putting a flat plank through that, it'll just snap it in half. Yeah. But <clears throat> what's probably more scary is that you could have injured your ankle there. And an ankle injury sometimes take months to heal from because mm. you're always walking, always standing on it yeah. and you've got to elevate it. So the, the big thing is you want to avoid the bounce where your board's doing that. So ultimately, you wanted to, when you did your float, you wanted to clear the gutter and land more in the flats. Okay. Okay. Now, had you have ridden the lip and got pushed out of that, you would well have cleared the gutter. People, if you're surfing flat, you're going to land in the gutter and you're going to get annihilated. Break your board, injure your ankle. Okay, so that, that was two ways today where you could potentially save yourself and your board by not surfing flat. If you surf flat, your board often flips. Yep. And if you surf flat, you often land in the gutter and you get annihilated and injure yourself. And I think intermediates go through this learning curve where... If you're not aware of it, um, you often just keep hurting yourself session after session after session. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I've, I've 
hurt myself. Uh, <laughs> best wave ever. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I, I don't know if I want to... I'm going to put a comment out. Best wave I've ever seen from Anne. I, I, <laughs> I don't think I've had a slightly better one than that. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm going to... So I'm going to come in with, with my, I, I had no idea about the gutter. You're saying to me what I should have done was come over there and ride down. And then uh, to be honest with you, when I did that, my brain wasn't even thinking that. My brain was thinking, wow, I just, I just came up and I think I hit See, the lid. I've, I've broken boards there before and I've hurt myself there before. Mm. So um, that, that's like a no-go zone for me. I don't ever want to hit the gutter. I want to get well clear of it. Okay. So I, I'll like throw my weight past that and, and jump over the gutter. Right. Yeah. Just so you'll know, that that particular bit of footage of me surfing, I was I was actually pretty stoked with it. Um, I I felt pretty good about myself after 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 seeing that. Um, yeah, I can see the no claim claim. Look at that. No, that's that's just, <laughs> Take that's just how cool I am. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Although I didn't do any weird thing afterwards. I, I normally do, do like a. Oh, this is you. This is you. So uh, before before you play it, what does Clayton do wrong? No. Um, so this is your new. So you just made yourself. Will I be able to pick it up? Yeah, if you want to. Clayton's made himself a new board, another new board. I make one almost it's, every week. Explain what this board is and what it's for. Oh, the leash is hanging down over there. Yeah. So, um, oh, we've... Sorry, Ants is making a lot of noise in the background. Um, we've got winter in Australia and we get some big south swells and I've decided to make myself a new big wave gun. So it's a 610. You, you call it your mini gun? Because you've got your gun gun. Well, I've got an 8.2. Hang on. This is my 6.10. You bring it in. Yeah. Can't see. There's the nose of it. Hang on. Keep going. Keep going. There's the tail of it. It's just very pintail. Pulled in. And then turn it over. Da -da 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 -da. Wait, where are the fins? I can't see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. fins are in the middle there. Let's move back there a little bit. So quad, yeah. quad set up. Quad set up. And your quad. So that's kind of what I rode out there today. And we're gonna put back in the rack. It's a six ten. It's a big board. Six ten. And how tall are you? Um, five foot ten. Five foot ten. So it's a big board. Yeah, it's a fairly big board. I'll just put it on the ground if you want, Ant. Uh, I'm determined to do this. <laughs> All right. So um, I made myself a new big wave board, but I decided to take it out on a small day, just to see how well it turns. So. You always make your big boards looser than your small wave boards because when you're surfing a big wave, you're going really fast. And often when you're going faster, your board tightens up and becomes harder to turn. And then because it is a 610 and there's more foam, it does make the board again harder to turn. So there's several things that you do to your bigger boards to make them looser and to make them easier to turn. So today was my first surf on it. Do you know what? We just we just showed the whole thing with the small screen still on. How stupid are we? Oh, Never mind. Hopefully you've managed to see it in the small A little postage <laughs> stamp of my new 610. Right, anyway. Huge board, tiny screen. So, little glide in, get around the section. And I was pretty surprised how well the board whips around and turns. Was that normal speed then? Yeah. I thought you sped that up. Nah, I just surf really quick. Alright, so... That's, that's kind of break us down. All right. So I'm almost behind the section. Your, let me see your paddling, actually. Was it, was it, a, it was almost, it was just, that was, that was it. One, yeah, one it, little doubler. I kind of just dragged my fingers in a little bit and did a, a little double 
striking. Should really slow yeah. your surfing down. So, just so just look just how slow my walk up is. So I don't rush and panic. I go back foot, front foot, some lunging, and then there's my coffee cup hand. It's up. It's up. And I took my time to go to the bottom because I'm, I'm actually eyeballing and I'm, I'm waiting for this energy to come and throw so I can do a turn mm. off it, okay? So I'm actually pacing myself with how much water is drawing up the way. So there's no rushing. I see the section that I want to hit. Over there, I'm turning around to look and I'm eyeballing this and I'm figuring out how much time do I have how long do I need to hold my 610 for to bring that board all the way around? Okay. Then I bend my elbow and I pass the coffee. And dude, I am not strong. Like I don't have big legs. I, do I ever go to gym? Never. No. I don't do any exercise other than maybe surfing or skateboarding. But look at the, look at the displacement over here. Okay. And that's because I did a twist. Yeah. Okay. Where think of the guys now in the water that want to do those big turns. Just push hard on your back foot. And the board goes one way and the spray is like. Okay, so that twisting and that opening up of the twist is probably similar to a golf swing mm. where you relax and twist and you get a very, very nice big turn. Someone's asking how much more foam is in that bigger board of the volume compared to what you'd normally ride. I normally ride, say, 26 liters. That one would be about 30, I don't know, 32. 34. Not, not much, really, considering the size of the board. Yeah, it always quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you look at the direction change from where the turn started to where the turn finished, that's 180 degrees. On a, on a, on a 610. On a 610, on a probably... Uh, it's the same size as your mid-length. Yeah, on a shoulder-high wave. Now, look, I'm facing the foam. Okay, so if... If I had done half a turn, okay, in other words, if I just did a half a turn there, I probably would have nosedived. Hmm. So I had to commit to a full turn so that my board fitted into the curve of the wave. And that way, um, I, I make for a safer, easier landing. Okay, then I rely on the foam to rebound and help me turn. And you can see there, the foam actually redirects me. Yeah, there was a there was another wave where where you well I was paddling back out and you you took two waves and you did two cutbacks one after the other and I was like whoa you're flinging that thing around. Now after that turn that I did, look at the stacking that I go to. So there's mm. no tension. I just stand up. My feet are really narrow. I don't have a wide stance, and through that little coffee cup pass, I can still turn that six eight back to the foam. And then look at the feet, they're narrow. Mm. So the narrower your feet are together, the less tension there is in your body and the lighter you become. As you widen your stance, you tend to get a bit heavier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can I just bring this one here up because it kind of relates to what, what we're doing. And what, what then watch when I kick out the oh, back. I'll bring it up in a second. I just point my knees at the back like I'm skateboarding. Look at the knee point and the board turns. There's no effort in turning that 16 yeah. if you just point your knees where you want to go. In saying that, actually, I think that, you know how when people surf a wave and they come to the end and then they just kind of ditch out the back? Yep. That probably actually could be the only time a lot of surfers, and my, myself included, it's the only time that they ever actually don't have any tension is that last bit where they just... Yeah, because yeah. they don't care anymore. Yeah. They do their best surfing. 
as they're, as, as they're riding off the back of a wave. 100%, yeah. Um, so this, this one here from Mark, trying to size down on boards in order to turn better. So after, I think this is after seeing your turn. Wondering if it's increasing volume uh, or width to help out. Do you mind? So, because I have just changed my, I've just decided upon different boards to ride for the yeah. turning. I went by tail shape, didn't I, for the turning? Yes. Okay. So I've got two boards. They are virtually identical. Have we done the quiver? That hasn't come out yet, has it? No, so no. it is going to be dropping on YouTube really yeah. soon. It's going to so, be super interesting. So we, we've, Is it Friday? Uh, as long as we get finished. Yes, yeah, it should I think, be Friday. I think we a couple of bits of footage. So all of my boards that Clay has made me, we've done a YouTube video on it, which we'll, we'll put, we're putting out either uh, end of this week or sometime during next week. Uh, we just need, I think we need to get me surfing on one more of the boards. So, but there's, I've got two boards. The only difference in them is one inch in length. The big difference though is the tails. One is a swallow tail, one is a round tail. And the swallow tail, I love it. It's really, really, really fast. But it was, when I was doing those cutbacks, I was finding that it was, I was finding it really hard to stretch all the way back. Yeah, I could feel this resistance. The moment I went to a round tail, and started riding that board, all of a sudden those turns suddenly became really easy. So, so you're be... saying that your 6-1, which is your bigger board, turns easier than your smaller board? Yeah, because it's got the round tail. Correct. So would I be right then in saying to Mark, trying to size down on boards in order to turn better, but wondering if it's increasing volume or width to help out? I definitely wouldn't increase the width. I would... So by increasing volume, you're going to make it harder to turn. Mm -hmm. And by increasing width, you're going to make it harder to turn. But if you change the tail shape, It'll make it easier to turn. So, so, so we've got a round the, and that that twenty that I'm riding of yours, that is a twin pin. It's a round tail. Yes, yeah, so that's a round tail. And all of a sudden, I've just gone. I just want to ride round tails, like for, for, for if, if if I want to turn. And my gun is a, a pin or a round tail. Yeah. So it does the bigger boards turn easier because of the round tail. Mm. Okay. Hopefully that that helped. Let's um, I think we'd. Let's 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 go. We've had a lot of things come through. Let me. So we're, we're gonna have to get. So far, I like this. Far. Tony Sheldon says I'm looking like Marky Feb. You should see when I tease my hair. I'm like a albino Marky February. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go super fast through some of the questions. We won't be able to answer yeah. all of these because there is a lot that's come through. Right. Um, oh, Clayton's lost it today. So I just got so mad surfing D ball. Whoa, there is way more questions than I thought. I probably. How many times did I get dropped in on at D ball? Oh, it was, yeah, a lot. Well, yeah. It was pretty much almost every, every, single, every single wave. Yeah. Wow, there is, there is a lot of questions here. I'm just going to have to just choose a place to go from. Okay. Let's okay. go from... So uh, I love this. Go down. Um, Carve Media, all the gear with an intermediate idea. So yeah, a lot of people think of that it's the magic ball that's going to fix the surfing. It's your body, people. So do the out-of-the-water cardboard slide, the BOSU board drills. Um, even skateboarding in the streets, good skateboarding on a bowl, even better. Yeah, that will transfer into the water. Uh, I, I'm putting this up, up, up on the screen, but Clayton has just an amazing way that allows Zane. So this is the the eight year old kid that was on the ramp earlier on to be able to feel and understand what his body is doing and when the difference between when his body is doing what it's meant to do and then not. When it feels easy, it works, it flows, and then when it doesn't, okay. Yeah, so that's pretty much about just that. It's basically the body. The body yep. is the key. If you can, if you can learn to use your body effectively, then yeah. Oh, it's. It, I was going to trumping up that, that bit of footage. I found a bit of footage of him surfing the, the plank of wood, but I need oh. you to, to talk while I get it onto the iPad. 
Okay. So uh, let, me, let, me, let me find a question. Clay's going to answer the question while I try and get this bit of footage up and on. I'm excited. We've got, this is, we're going rogue tonight. Uh, hey, loving the coaching boys. Yesterday, Carver versus Smooth Start article. Okay, that's just someone said thanks. Matthew, thank you very much. Exactly, I'm trying to. Okay, that was to do with the bottom turn, trying to brute force it at the bottom. Yep, stay light footed, 100%. So I'm, I'm loving that you guys are starting to see surfing in a different light. And I think that's the whole big thing with surf hacks is that we're trying to be a well-informed audience um, and happy to debate stuff, happy to talk about it, but also to share those like magic moments, the light bulb moments are good. Okay, there is that one there. Carl, that turn I keep falling off on my twin. I'm assuming it's because I'm not on rail enough. I turn fine. On the quad yeah, so the wonderful oh. thing about a twin fin, as soon as the board goes flat, it wants to pivot and spin out. So um, generally, you're not holding your turn for long enough. You're cutting it short. The board's going flat and sliding out. You should hold the turn all the way around and redirect off the foam on a turn, and you'll find that way it won't slide out as much. And uh, yeah, I think that's to, to Kyle. Yeah, okay. Uh, Peter, <laughs> if you're annoyed, Clay, you have to give us a hint. Clayton's lost it today. Playing air guitar. Too many, too many kooks. You're having fun tonight, Clay. Uh, I'm kidding myself, laughing. Don't remember the point for sure. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm just trying to find a bit of space of time here so I can load this in. I'm at the crossroads. Got too comfortable. Point with frontside cutties and rios plus backside cutties. So I've started toying with new choices. Failure has been a high and frustration too. I'm lost. I don't quite know what that is. Uh, give me more rent. That I can do. Um, got it. Have you got right. it? Got it. I have got it. Right. Let's just do some more questions. And then we'll do some more questions. I'm going to end with this little bit of epicness. Oh, the excitement. Okay. Okay. We're not. We're not being rude and ignoring the comments. There is just so many comments tonight. Yeah. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, we'll answer that one there. Yeah. Okay. See if you can answer this one here quickly. Any tips on moving your back foot between a narrow stance for pumping and a wider stance for turns? I sometimes get stuck. Yes. Stop bending your back and keep your back straight and a bit more weight on your front foot. Yep. Then you can move. Yep. Uh, if you've got most of your weight on your back foot, you're, uh, if you've got all your weight centered on your back foot because you're bending your, your back, you will never be able to move that front foot. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So we're going to end on this. Uh, we were talking about boards earlier on and blah, 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 blah. This is, so if, if, it's, so, if, if you want to see the full video, go to Ricky Badness on Instagram, then click his bio, which will then take you to the YouTube link to watch the full video. I'm only going to show you. So Ricky's bad, Ricky Bassnett, he was a CT surfer for two years. Um, he's surfing this place called Cave Rock on the Bluff, which is a heavy breaking wave, breaking on a reef. Yeah. It's, it's hard just paddling out there. Like it's, it's gnarly, there's, there's rock sticking out everywhere. And he basically cuts up an old- It's a picnic table. So, picnic table. Yeah, so you need to watch the whole video to, to, to get the full thing, but he cuts up a picnic table to make a board. Roughly shapes it. Yep, let me bring up the iPad. So this is, let me, let me, get, this, let me get this out of the way. So you can see it sort of in the car there. He's let's just play it, Come on. It out. Let's, just, play it? let's just play it. 
It's worth it around six. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to have, have, have no sound with this, but we'll talk you through it. So he's waxing up this block of wood. It looks about 20 mil thick. Uh, piece, it looks and like it's just a piece of this, pine or something. This wave cave rock is well known for barrels. So it's, it's a heavy wave. So it's a swallowtail. Look. Look at his technique. Look how quiet the hands are. And the Coffee cup barrel. Look at that. Look at the drop me. Stacking. Hang on a bit. There's so much. There's so much. There is so much on me in, in one little one little bit. Look. Drop knee. Okay. Coffee cup. Coffee cup. Look where you want to go. Look at the lean. control. Look, the lean. The lean. You even got a bit of shampoo there. Look at this. That is so quiet hands. Now uh, I want to watch the whole video now. Now compare that to the guys that you saw at D-Bar over moving over surfing. And look how relaxed he is, look. He's even has time to look. Thank you, look. Hello. What a legend. There is um Oh look at the arm up. See the see the, the balance, the hand up, clean lines. That is epic. That is so cool. So so definitely check him out on on on, on Instagram. I, have we done a coach's eye on Ricky Bassnet? <laughs> Sorry, got a 94 bottle of charrette not in my topping is flared. Oh, absolutely. 100% absolutely. Um, That's radical. Okay. Yeah, radical should be got down the whole <laughs> bottle of um, of Shiraz. So let me let me just bring us up. So Ricky Badness, there is there is one of my favourite surfers. So he's from South Africa. We yeah we did do an analogy because there was a video yes. that that uh, that we did and it sort of showed whereabouts you grew up and and and, and all Great. that kind of thing. Check out some of his other stuff on on YouTube. There's a really good documentary where he sort of went out into the middle of nowhere and and tried to refine himself. There's another amazing documentary because after he got knocked off the tour, he went on kind of like a, a bit of a bender with yeah. some, some drugs and stuff. He had to turn his life around and kind of surfing saved him. So it's a really really good documentary to watch. Yeah, and then and then watch this one here. You can see this the the, the full version of this by going to his Instagram. I say Ricky Ricky underscore badness, I think it is, and that's N E double S. Uh, so yeah, check him out, and then that video just go to the link in the bio and follow him as well while you're there. Thanks for listening to our rent tonight. Yeah, hope you found that one uh, useful. Oh, let's let's just wrap this up. Let's, okay. let's let's wrap this up. So average Joe, let's go from average Joe to a li to a bit more pro. From <laughs> average Joe to have a lot more pro. What what's one thing? Stop. that you want everyone to take away from tonight that they can start doing? <sighs> Control your body. I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Siri's got no idea what is going on. Hopefully you guys have got some idea of what's going on. This is our control tonight. Look, even my hair's going to look funny tonight. Oh, I'm loving it. Anyway, what was the piece? <laughs> so, okay, if the body's the one thing that we can control, learn to control it. Yeah. Like we... Do your cardboard slides, jump on a BOSI ball, do some kind of training so that when you do go out, you don't look like a flailing idiot. Mm. Like get some kind of control out of your body. Um, the pros do less. The, the Joes do too much. Yeah. And it doesn't look good. Um, the less you do, the more you feel, the better it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> right, guys, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks' time. Don't know what the topic is yet, but keep an eye on the, on the, on the group. Oh, we might even have oh. a guest. Maybe. Okay, we might have a guest. Didn't know about this. Clayton's just only throw that on to me. Oh. oh. Okay. Stories will be told if we get that special guest. Oh, I hope that happens. Let's, let's, try, let's try and make it happen. Yeah. Anyway, guys, 
Thanks for tuning in. See you at the next Surfax Live, or we'll see you inside the group. Ciao.